serving all of eastern Utah. This is News Talk, 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. KOAL. Price. Right-footed kick is up, and it is good! The Rams are going to the Super Bowl! Drivers on a give. Gordon takes the left side and knifes in for the score! Welcome to Bolts and Horns, a pro football show with Jordan Buscarini and Vinny Rondinelli on the Drive Time Sports Podcast Network. Welcome to Bolts and Horns. It's a football show here on the Drive Time Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jordan Buscarini, alongside Vinny Rondinelli. Vinny, last week we were talking about how much fun today's show would be based on all the free agent movement in the NFL and uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been wild. It's been crazy. This two-day, what do they call it, the tampering period? It's legal tampering. Period, legal yep. tampering period. It's incredible. It, incredible. Yeah, I think you pegged that. Yeah, it's right? it's, I mean, it's incredible. There are some teams that I'm looking at contracts. Yeah, I guess by problem with the way following the, the latest collective bargaining agreement, I guess my biggest problem is you see a lot of teams overpay. And I understand you have to overpay in some aspect at a position of need. But at the same time, overpaying at multiple positions, it's a bad idea. And you typically, it takes you a couple of years to rebound from that. Yeah, it it really does. And I think the one part of the CBA that it's interesting is having to use all your space. Yes. And I don't like that rule. I don't either. Because it just forces you to, it really just drives the price up on players that don't deserve it. So you're going to have teams that have to spend money and you're just giving money away. Worst contract so far. Devin Funch has 14 million bucks. And we're talking about the Colts who had a ton of cap space. We thought maybe they would target Le'Veon. We thought maybe they'd get in the Antonio Brown sweepstakes. Uh, Tyrell Williams is a perfect fit. You and know, they the old go coaches. Devin Funch. Devin Funch is 14 million bucks. Um, Adam Humphreys getting 10 million a year. Not good. Nah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. And, and Mosley got overpaid. That's, just, mostly, that's too much mostly money. Mostly did. And, and He's a great player, but that's insanity money. That's well, record-breaking money from a linebacker it, spot. That, that's incredible. You know, and I, I get the idea here that, okay, Anthony Barr apparently was coming. Right? Anthony Barr had agreed in principle to join the Jets, and then he flip-flopped on it. Five years, sixty-five or $67 million yeah. he got from Minnesota. $33 million of that guaranteed. So I don't blame him. But... Uh, Dare I say, I hate the Mosley deal more knowing that Barr isn't coming. I didn't mind it at first because if you're going to overpay, overpay, you can mask some of the efficiency deficiencies that Mosley has, right? If you put Anthony Barr next to him, because look, let's be real, Mosley, for as great as he is against the run, he's not great in pass coverage. No, he's not great in pass coverage, and we don't really know what scheme that's going to be. We don't. We don't know, really. Um, it better, it better cater towards C.J. Mosley. Yeah, what well, has to now. Yeah. With that kind of money, you have got to centerpiece your entire defense around him. And he's got to earn a lot of money. He's got, he's got, to, make a, he's got to make a lot of plays to earn that money. And, you know, for us, we, we talked about this off the air, too, but what about Baltimore? Baltimore, we're going to talk about the Ravens a little bit later on in the show because this is the team in my mind that has been hit the hardest. And, and it spells complete it's a complete rebuild. That's a, what it, that's what it, it is. That, it's what it looks like because they didn't have to go the route they did. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. And looking, and the Raiders and the Raiders. That's just, well, the Raiders are all in. De- that's desperation. What yeah, that is that's is fair that's to say desperation. That is, um, they had to generate something, so they went all in. 
way more than they may have <laughs> may way more than other people are going to go in. Still That's have, just going to say. They still have roughly 45 million to play with. They still have a lot of money to play with. <sighs> well, now I, I the, the entire 45 league million is what well, they have. And well, now the entire league is saying if you can afford all that, like gave me and you, then why didn't you just give it to Cleo Mack? Well, yeah. And yeah, look, I get the first round pick, but if then, Mike Mayock would have been there, maybe they would have. Well, and then you, you, you last year your first round pick and your third round pick are offensive tackles. And then you're going to give seventeen million dollars to an average tackle? Yeah. It don't it's yeah. like you're just desperately throwing money around to generate excitement. That's what it really looks like to me. You know the I uh, agree with the the A B trade though. I, I do like that for Oakland standpoint. Right, the right. first move they made I agree with. How can you not? How do you not? A third and a fifth, that's yeah. it's a no brainer. Um, but especially saving ten million bucks shipping off um mm-hmm. you, know, you save ten million bucks on that trade. So I get it with A B, but you know, Joyner, I think they overpaid. Trent Brown grossly overpaid. Um so what else do they do now? Forty five million bucks. A lot of money. You got to go get on. Go get on. They re-signed Hankins, which I thought was a good move. Sure. I, you know, I don't hate what the Raiders have done. I really don't. As a Raider fan, did you overpay for Trent Brown? Yeah, you did. But at the same time, you didn't give up anything to get AB. You're only giving him $30 Yeah, million. that's right. The AB move and, was a home run. And I yeah. talked about this yesterday. When you take a look at what Carr accomplished last season, completion percentage went way up. He threw nine go routes all season last year. And two of them were picked. They didn't have a downfield threat. They have nothing. They had nothing. Yeah, right. So, offensively, they had nothing. So the best way to create time for Carr would be to bring in a competent left tackle. And I thought Brown was great last year for the Patriots. He really was. I mean, when you go back and you look at what Tom Brady, what happened to Tom Brady in the playoffs, he wasn't touched, if I remember correctly, throughout the first two games of the postseason. The right. Chiefs didn't get to him. The Chargers. The Chargers didn't get, didn't to, get him. to him. And and you know that's part of the scheme design. And I think Gruden will help with that too as he well. Will. It'll Carr is not going to hold the football like Brady. You know that was the key to beating Brady last year. And most teams couldn't do it. Was get him to his third receiver. So yeah, it's just interesting. But again, when your your fan base is basically lame ducks, we've talked about this. You have no right. place to play. Right. You're moving to Vegas. You've got to do this. Did, so I I agree with it at some point. You've got to generate excitement. Did they overpay for Lamarcus Joyner? Absolutely. I say, I say Absolutely. And you know this because you're... I do. Yeah, being a big Rams homer. He didn't play great last year at no, all. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, look, Ram fans had enough of Lamarcus Joyner following the alligator arm attempt on the Drew Brees 50-50 ball that really could have ended their season in the NFC Championship when Brees had tid, uh, hit Tid. Oh, yeah, that was field. an easy pick. Easy pick, and Joyner didn't come up with it. And, you know, you can't base an entire season off of one play, but when you take you go back and you take a look, John Johnson outplayed Lamarcus Joyner hands down hands in the down. secondary. I mean, there was no, no question. And you gave me the perfect segue because today the Rams introduced Eric Weddle, and obviously in the state of Utah, a lot of... There's a lot of passion towards yeah, Eric Weddle. Absolutely. You, know, you fans love Eric Weddle, and we actually have a clip. We'll play it right now. Eric Weddle, excited to be in a Ram uniform. I remember having a Rams full tackle uniform, like tackling the couches and stuff when I was a little kid. I didn't have any brothers, so my dad was getting the brunt of it. But it was it was cool just how it's come full circle for me. I've had a, an amazing run at this, and I think things happen for a reason and to have an opportunity to finish out what I started in, in an amazing place like this and next step is to go in the Super Bowl. I live my dream every day so there's always always will be a smile on my face but obviously when things ended in Baltimore you kind of got to reassess what the next step is and being where my career is at you know people look at me 
34. Man, I haven't hit my prime yet, so you guys get ready. So, Vinny, when we take a look at the, at the Weddle signing and also the Rams bringing back Dante Fowler, it looks like Indomitian Sue is gone. We know LaMarcus Joyner is gone. And Roger Saffold's gone because he signed a four-year, $44 million deal. Mark Barron. W- with Tennessee. Mark Barron is gone. Yep. And uh, the where the Rams are sitting right now, roughly 9 to $10 million, I believe, in cap space at the time of the show. Not a whole lot of... I mean, you're going to have to rely heavily on the draft. And guess what? They don't have a second-round draft pick. You're going to get a comp pick in the third round. You're going to pick at the end of the first round. Are the Rams in trouble, or have they done enough in your mind by going out and getting Weddle and Fowler? Hey, I really like the Weddle and Fowler deal. It, it, I think a lot of the communication issues in the back end will be solved with Weddle. Weddle's a pro. So I think that'll help, especially um, in the coverage aspect of it. I think Fowler gave him... You've seen it when Fowler got comfortable in the playoffs. Fowler was quite a good football player. He was. He looked great in the playoffs. So you have something there. You still have Brockers. You still have Donald. You still have you know, some guys. So yeah, you're going to need a linebacker, hands down. You're going to have to have a linebacker. Um, Ebukin's going to... Ebukam. Ebukam, yeah. Ebukam. He's going to have to step up and play one side in that 34 defense. But Wade Phillips is a master creating pressure. So I like the Rams. You know, they're going to get some guys back. Cooper Cup makes a huge difference. Oh, no doubt. Huge difference. No doubt. Um, Reynolds stepped up. So now he moves from number three, number four. So I I really like that. You're you're a little thin in your interior offensive line. So you know you're going to have to spend some draft capital on the offensive line and at linebacker. But I like the Rams. I think they're in a nice position right now. Now, you're not thrilled with the Chargers as far as free agency No, I, you know, I, I did like the Denzel Perriman signing. These are my Chargers, my Bolts. But I was a little confused today with Thomas Davis. And, and really what I was confused with Thomas Davis was is what's his role? Now, they may have a specific role. And Anthony Lynn may have him in there as, hey, dude, I need a locker room leader, and I need you to play a certain position. And they needed help at linebacker. I just don't see where he, where he fits when you have two young up-and-coming Will linebackers and Jatavis Brown and Kaiser White. So what does Thomas Davis do? Well, you're, you're spending money for depth. There's no question. I think the Chargers are in a spot where they can do that. They can do that. Yeah, you know, they can they're, do that. they're in a unique spot. I think when you take a look at the, uh, the dollar amount and what's available for the Chargers, it's not as if they're pressed up against the cap. No, no, they so have a little money. Y- you can spend on depth, and if we've learned anything over the past, I don't know, ten, well, since this last CBA, depth's important, right? Yeah, I mean, I, you're, you're going to need second and third. But, you know, again, I just, it's a good player. Thomas Davis can play. Yeah, he can. And he's a veteran leader, and he's a good guy. You would have just rather have seen that money spelled, spent elsewhere. Unless they have a specific role that, you know, of course they know and we don't, but, you know, maybe he plays Will Linebacker and one of those guys moves. But for a veteran like that who doesn't play special teams, that's a lot of money if he's not going to be healthy and play a specific role. So I'm interested to see where it is, I guess, more than anything. you got to spend money at wideout. you got to spend money at wideout. Williams isn't coming back. Tyra Williams is not coming back. Right, so, no, so you're going to have to figure out a way to replace him. Do you, do you I, I don't know, maybe you explore that in the draft. Uh, Mike well, Williams has to step up more. Well, he has to. And, and to be honest with you, if you're a Charger guy, I would much rather fix this issue third, fourth round yeah. than pay Jamison Crowder the amount of money that oh, the no, Jets yeah, are and then these slot receivers, what would we see? Humphrey's got 10, Beasley got 9. Beasley got 9, yeah. Uh, Adam Humphrey's got 10, 10 million a year? He got 10. That's incredible. But I, to me, that that's one of the glaring needs when I take a look at this team offensively. It's a glaring need. Well, and they got some young young players that, that didn't that they kept on the roster last year, so they'll have to step up in the back end. Travis Benjamin will have to play. Yeah. So you're, you're solid three deep. You're you're 
yeah, you need a fourth and fifth receiver. You got to figure that out. You're right. And maybe their last year's sixth round pick, Dylan Cantrell, is a big kid. They really like him. And he was coming on and he hurt himself in the uh, training camp. So if he comes on and he's your fourth receiver, yeah, then you need the back end of your roster. And receivers, you know, you can find them. Your fourth and fifth receivers, you should be able to build those guys. Yeah, you don't want to spend $13 million on Devin Funches, right? No, you don't. So. That one, were you shocked about that one, too? When I, was, I read that I one, I, I thought it was a typo. I thought I said four. I was blown away. I thought I said $4 million. I thought, well, that's a pretty good deal. And then I was like, whoa, that's not four. That's 14. I got a text from uh, one of my buddies that covers professional football out of the area, and he said, someone really likes Devin Funches. <laughs> yeah. Someone really likes this guy. This? But again, it goes back to what you were talking about in the CBA. You have to spend that money. You got to spend that money. And so, so you the Colts, have to do it. And who's to say Williams doesn't follow him? It's possible. Uh, we said weeks ago that would be the that ideal spot That was a perfect for match for Tyrell Williams. And then if you're T.Y. Hilton, you're in love. Because not only have you fixed the offensive line, same thing with Andrew Luck. They have tried to fix the offensive yes. line. And now you're going to add weapons around. One of the biggest problems I have had with Indianapolis over the past, I don't know, four or five years, they haven't done enough to protect the asset of, of Andrew Luck. I don't Catapult think they have. Him, yeah. so, they, they haven't catapulted him. There's still some very talented vets out there that could help teams win right now, Vinny. I mean, the list is actually pretty big, pretty substantial. There's a lot of players. There is. So let's start right off the top. Safety we knew was going to be a deep position. We talked about this when the Ravens let go of Eric Weddle. Yeah. Right? You were going to have your options. If you wanted to spend a lot of money at the safety spot, you were going to have options. Okay, so Earl Thomas is still out there. Is he the best remaining free agent I would have to say so. And Earl Thomas. Thanks to Le'Veon. I think it's probably 1A yeah, and 1B. Yeah. And, you know, Earl Thomas was pretty vocal. He wanted to be the top paid safety in the NFL. It's he's not going to happen. It's, he's not even going to get close. No. He's going to find out what a lot of guys did last year with the safety market is. It just kept getting worse. And now with Joyner and Vaccaro and Landon Collins, they've all signed. Tyron Matthew. He's not going to get close to what he wants. Well, he's 30, and he's coming off a broken leg. leg. He's not going to get close to what he wants. So if you're looking for safety help, you know, Tommy Telesco in L.A., I know you're listening, um, wait. Ha Ha Clinton Dix, Trey uh, yeah. Boston, Glover yep. Quinn. I mean, the list is yep. forever for safety, so wait. Yeah, so. there's no reason to jump the gun. And, and to be honest, Trey Boston's still available. Trey Boston was dynamite in L.A. two years ago, and uh, he played solid last year, so... I mean, there's guys, Glover Quinn, um, I mean, just safety after safety on the board still. So that's a good one. What about Ndamukong Sue? What's a fit? I mean, you, you know him. You know, we talked about him all season last year for the Rams. Regular he, season average player. Yeah, he's not an every down dominant. But the playoffs he anymore. was. Well, he was. But how much of that, okay, we were talking about Trent Brown and how the scheme just fit for Trent Brown, right? He got paid based off what the Patriots were able to do. They were able to take a right tackle who was a seventh-round draft pick, if I remember right. I believe he was a seventh-round pick. And they managed to turn him in to a pretty dominant left tackle. It worked. Yeah. He was dominant in there. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, he, 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 played, he, he, he played well. I, you know, he played well. But, you know, again, scheme fit. Scheme fit. Now, this is my question with Ndamukong Sue because the Rams threw a lot of different looks out come postseason. And don't forget, Sue, look, the Rams do not beat the Saints without Ndamukong Sue. Oh, he was dominant. In the second half, the way Wade Phillips moved him to the outside, he cracked uh, Alvin Kamara the entire second half. Kamara had, I think, what, 10 catches in the first half, had one in the second half. And that was all based off Sue's play, if I remember correctly. And so Sue, he earned himself another paycheck. Ah, where's his best fit? I would have said Cleveland before Trent Richardson. Maybe that's still an option. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what, they, they kicked the tires on him uh, again. I'm not just talking Chargers for fun. Uh, they kicked the tires on him coming out of Miami, too. They did. They did. So maybe he's a rotational player in L.A. He's not going to get $14 million. I think the big money's both mostly gone here. So now they, they wait and see. Is it in his best option to try to work something out with Rams? Yes. You think so? Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't know if this that's is the guy happen. at the end of his career. That doesn't happen, but I agree. Guy at the end of his career, um, he needs a high end team. A Belichick's a fit. Belichick likes versatile players, and for all the stuff people say about Ndamukong on the field, it's been great off the field. Off the field, he's a wonderful human being. He is. Yeah, he, he gets after on the field and he pushes the, the limit. Don't. But hey, this isn't a problem player. So Belichick's a fit. The Chargers are a fit. The Rams are a fit. The Vikings could be a fit. The Vi- Zimmer could be a fit. The problem with the Vikings is they do not have a lot of cap space. In fact, after making that deal, they don't have anything. Anthony Barr, they, they really don't. They don't they're have down to like $8 million. Yeah, they don't so, have anything. In, in what about that Buffalo? Regard, I, that's a sleeper team because ah. they have money. Okay, but what that is Sue, defense what is, is on the rise. For? What is Sue looking for? Because there was the conversation. Remember last year, we had to see the whole thing about him and Warren Buffett. And it's still a, a pretty, I guess, it's just an odd couple. So you still right. hear about it a lot. The one-year deal in L.A., was it about trying to make a run for a Super Bowl, or was it, I'm betting on myself for one more massive payday? He's, yeah, I think it's, it was the Super Bowl because he's not going to get the massive payday. He made from a team like Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a short-term deal, though. You know that. Two to three years. It, it's going to be a short-term deal. And but even a, a lot of these payday. contracts, a lot of these contracts that we see as long-term deals, people overspend on purpose because they have to spend money. You know, your four-year deals on average nowadays are two-year deals. Mm-hmm. Your six-year deals are three-year deals, and they save money releasing you later on. So let me throw some teams out there as far as Sue goes that have the most money to spend. And you tell me yay or nay. Indianapolis. Yay. Okay. Jets. Nay. Cleveland. Nay. Houston. Hey, yay. They have $59 million. Yeah, I yay. think they have $59 yay. million still. San Francisco at $54 million. Nay. Oakland at forty-five. Nay. Buffalo at forty-five. Yeah, that's a, a different one. If they overpaid, yay. I'm going to throw one out there to you that I like. I like Tennessee. Yeah, yay. That's a yay. And, and Tennessee, solid, they have $39 million, I believe, yeah, in cap space. You, you went out and you got Saffold, and they needed Saffold. They needed Saffold. There was a game in which Mariota was sacked 11 times. Yeah, they you needed know, Saffold. They needed him. And they needed some healthy players, too. I mean, I'm, Conklin got hurt last year, if I mm-hmm. remember correctly. Luan, 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 I believe how you say it. He was on one leg for a while there. Mm-hmm. That would be a nice fit. And Indy's an interesting... Again, they got to spend money. I'm waiting. I'm just waiting. It hasn't happened yet, but I'm they waiting. They have to spend money, so that would be an interesting fit. Let's move on from Indomitian Sue. Justin Houston is still available. And as far as edge defenders go, we know there's a need for him in the NFL. He's To me, I view this guy... <sighs> He's a bullpen. I, He's a bullpen. Pen player now. He's a step below in Dom. I don't believe that Indama Kinsu is an every down dominant defensive player anymore. I really don't. I don't think Justin Houston is. I don't either. Uh, not at all. Um, injury history. Mm-hmm. But then again, as a backup playing on third downs, what if he's 15 snaps a game? But if you're only going to play 15 snaps a game, you're not going to get any money. Well, he made at this stage in his career, he has to know that. Yeah. Right. He has to and know. And he that. got a big payday from Kansas City. He he's made his money. He did. There's another one uh, Indy. One year. Andy's going to be on an, everyone that yeah, we mentioned. True. Andy's going to be on But because these are so needs they have. Sure. Pass I rush agree. is one of their biggest issues, is okay. pass rush. Golden Tate. That's an interesting, uh, a versatile player, still in good shape, relatively injury free his whole career. 
He's a complimentary so, piece. And yeah, so, he is. So He'd be look, a nice. Look around and, and I think he would. I'd be. It'd be good for him to resign in Philly. Yeah, I don't know if that's possible now, though. I mean, again, just taking a look at the dollar amount that's available because they went out and they got Malik Jackson, which I loved. They went out and they got Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, Philly has spent a lot of money, it's and really I, and spent I, a lot of money. You know, Nelson Aguilar may actually be the odd man out in Philly. And would you take him or Golden Tate? I would rather. Ha- I would rather have Golden Tate. If I'm picking, because one of the things that I know about Golden Tate, he's a consistent performer. That is true. And Aguilar's had some injury issues to add to it. So, um, how about Pittsburgh? For Golden Tate? Yeah. Well, Big Ben needs some options. He needs some options. And and let me tell you how much I believe this would help someone like Juju. Golden Tate has broken 58 tackles over the past three years. That is more than any receiver in the NFL. That's so I like deal. Pittsburgh. I like that. That's I like a good that. fit. It um, is a good it fit. It helps. And he's a good person off the field, which I, Pittsburgh needs a few more of those. Let's just be honest with what they went through the last two years. Find quality people. Yeah. <laughs> and Pittsburgh, if you're listening, hey, Kevin Colbert, if you're if there's any re, any way you're on the air, and find quality people. Yeah, I don't think anyone's. So I like that, that one. Pittsburgh's an yeah, interesting fit. I, would be fine I, with I was that. wondering about Buffalo, but. We've kind of seen them, you know, do that already. We've, Not, we've yeah, seen they've right. spent their money. They've made their moves. I like John Brown. I love John Brown and, and the Beasley thing. And Cole Beasley's not bad. Before those moves, I was thinking Golden Tate might be a guy that could slide But, but let in me there. ask you this. If Beasley gets nine, what does Golden Tate get? He's a younger... Yeah, he's got to get nine. And that makes it difficult, right? That makes it difficult. Yeah, it makes it difficult for some players. Uh, Indy again. Indy, you know, we keep talking about Indy, but really, receiver and pass rush are the two biggest things they need, right? We can agree on that. Sure. So sure. all these free agents that are kind of left, they fit into that mold. So Indy, again, a lot of money, and they need front uh, defensive front help and at receiver. So that throws in Golden Tate, Tyrell Williams, which I already thought had been done by now. I'm shocked it's not. Yeah, me too. No, I'm shocked. Me too. Because I don't know what you do with Devin Funches. Let me throw another name out there. We'll go back to the defensive side of the ball. Ziggy Ansa is still available. And now the problem with Ziggy is that this guy has not had, I don't think he's had 50 pressures in about three years. Injuries have played a big factor for Ziggy. He was dominant for one season, he was. and he was an average player the rest of his career. So what, what are you getting? I can tell you where I think he fits in. You can tell me if I'm right or wrong. New Orleans is where he fits in. Yeah, that might be. But he's another one. He had his big payday. He got his franchise tag. He, he did. didn't earn his money. He's not getting it again. So, so I don't see him getting a, a big payday. Okay, so then New Orleans? Minnesota, the Rams, Miami, the Patriots. I'm throwing the four teams out that we look at right now. And I guess I throw Minnesota out because they don't necessarily, they don't have a lot of money, right? And so now you're on the look for veterans that you can get at a cheaper price, right? Yeah. And so, you know, throw some of those teams out there. Uh, Carolina wouldn't be a bad fit. Yeah, I love your Belichick call there. Belichick loves athletes. Look what he did with Van Noy, another former Lion, yeah, right? Yeah, he loves scrap heap players that people have given up on. Um, and Ansaw has the ability in him. And, he, and, of course, Bill Belichick makes a phone call to his protege and gets an honest report from Matty P. Mm-hmm. So they have that insight to say, hey, will he fit? Uh, i throw one more out there for you. Jared Cook. 32 years old, you lost know, a step a little bit. You, yeah. But you'd given up on him, and last year he was dynamite. Well, he was he was basically it. He was it. For Derek Carr. He was it, so he played good. Um, if For me, if, if I'm Oakland, call him back. 
Well, why not? Why not? Right? Call him back. You need weapons. There, there's obviously good chemistry between him and Carr as well. Yes. And um, that matters. That matters. Um, New Orleans is one. Yeah, they need a tight end. They need a tight end. Um, that's a good fit. Here's another one. A scrap heap player that just kind of comes around. Bill Belichick again. You know, we don't know. You know, there's still this report. The agent threw it right out. We don't know if Gronkowski's coming back. Well, Jared Cook would definitely do wonders with Tom Brady. He, he, he did wonders play. with Derek Carr. He, I mean, did, he can still he play. And, and, and so, I, and New I'll, England, they have money, too. But they're, I'll, they're very I'll, stingy, but I'll they have the money. the first to admit, I was surprised at the production out of Oakland. Oh, because yeah, absolutely. once he went to Green Bay, I thought, this is the end of Jared Cook. Right? This was the end. We saw what he could do in Tennessee. We saw what he could do in St. Louis. To and, me, I, I thought it was the end in, in Green Bay. So he did surprise me quite yeah, a bit in did. Oakland. Yeah, he did. So I think New England's a perfect fit there. New England's a perfect fit for a lot of guys, though, aren't they? No, no. I, you know, they're, they're so scheme-specific and so... So HaHa ha Clinton Dix is not a fit in, in New England? I don't think so. Okay. I really don't. I, that's an interesting fit in... Um, I thought that would be an interesting fit in L.A. for both the Rams and Chargers. Again, Weddle's taking the Rams out of that, but yeah, uh, safety was a big need for both. Um, again, the safety market's going to be... Just wait and see. Yeah, there's, there's no reason. Just no, no reason no. to rush. No. The legal tampering period needs to be used for marquee free agents and massive needs. That's what the legal tampering period is for. Correct. And at that point, you reassess everything. Here's our money. We're now into our pro days. We have our roster draft, and then the second wave comes yeah. on. Yeah. So it's really neat. This is an exciting time. It's fun. Like we said last week, I mean, 2018, the 2018 season's over. Um, but it's just begun now. 2019 has just begun. So the combine, free agency, now we're going to go to the draft, and it's going to be very interesting. And we were wrong in, in some respect. We kept talking about, especially me, saying that Antonio Brown was going to really affect the NFL draft. Well, we were wrong. Yeah. They, we gave him, they gave him away for nothing. <laughs> yeah, we were completely wrong. It would have if the Buffalo deal would have went well, through. Yeah, the, it, yeah, it, it's it may true. have, yeah. Yeah, Buffalo deal would have changed the NFL draft, and again – yeah, he was Antonio Brown. So we basically... And you know what? I, I, do we have time? Quickly. How bad do you have to be that they would eat $20 million and give you away for a third and five? The entire situation. I mean, how bad is it's, that? It's not, just, it's not just Antonio Brown. It's the entire situation in the entire two years. Seriously. I mean, we're I mean, talking We're talking they, about 700 days. They gave him away. Because at what point is it just, look, Le'Veon's gone. Let's get Antonio out of here. And let's see what we got. I mean, really, that's that, to me, that's kind of the route that they went. Yeah. And I don't and blame a, them. A third and a fifth? Yeah. That's got, just giving a guy away. Got nothing for him. We are out of time. That'll do it for Bolts and Horns. We'll be back next Tuesday to do it all over again. He's Vinny Rondinelli. I'm Jordan Buscarini. Be safe. We are out.